How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hopefully everything's going well. I'm gonna take a ride. It's been a while since I've been out talking to you. I am leaving my place right now. Just getting things squared away. Seatbelts buckled. You know, all the important stuff. But today's the day for a serious conversation. I know, I'm always uh, joking around about stuff. I live in a secluded area and I don't like when people come to my parking lot and just park down here. They're always up to something no good. Anyway, how you been? I've been doing well. You're probably wondering uh, where I've been in regards to doing episodes. Well, here's the problem. And yes, there's a problem. You know, I'm a pretty honest guy. I talk about basically anything that I want to. But I made this deal with my kids that I would not talk about politics. Uh, I don't really get into the religion aspect, so we don't talk about that. But you know what's going on right now in today's world. It's a, it's a hotbed for a political climate. And it's hard to avoid it all. And so I've let... I've let politics and current events kind of get me down. Kind of have a negative impact on me. And here's the thing. I've done seven, eight, nine podcasts at this point, and I keep deleting them because it kind of goes against the violation of my self-imposed rule where I'm not going to talk about current events. And it's about that promise I made to my kids. You might say, okay, well, why don't they want you to talk about current events and why don't they want you to maybe you know express where you're coming from in regards to current events and such. And I don't think it's really that. I I do this thing that's it's an impossible task with my show. And if you've listened to my episodes, you'll know I'm not I'm not lying in regards to this. I don't rely about anything, but uh, I try to be equally respectful to everyone. And we have a wide variety of people that listen to the show from all over the world, different cultures and backgrounds and religious beliefs and uh, everything, every difference that you could possibly imagine in regards to human life, um, we have it here. And it's very cool that we have it here. I just think that's an incredible pool of diversity that we have. Uh, Bear with me, Uh, today is uh, a second day of back to school. So there is actually some traffic here and some kids crossing the street, which is pretty cool to see. Uh, I don't know where they're all going. They're all lined up like little soldiers, but uh, it's, they're going somewhere. I guess uh, this is the new normal. So that's where I'm at. Um, and my kids understand that I'm fair guy, you know, but it's put me in a funk. I've been in a funk before. You've been in a funk before. We all can't be just happy and everything is always, you know, perfect in our lives. It's not perfect in anyone's lives. Mostly you find me being, you know, my concentration is on my health. And when that's squared away, maybe my mind drifts on to other things. 
we certainly have these uh, these dreams in our lives that you want to po- you know be positive and make a difference in life. And you know, I-, I think I'm trying my best to do that in regards to the content of the show. But the problem is, when do you talk about what's happening in the world, or do you? It's a difficult situation. I've again, my kids have asked me not to. And then, is that me? You see how careful I'm choosing my words and my thoughts here. Is that me being disingenuous with you? By trying to, you know, just be fair to everyone and not be hurtful? Is it is something I'm actually going to say, be hurtful, being hurtful to someone? I, I can't see me intentionally doing that. What I've realized that you can't go through life being yourself and then also simultaneously making everyone else happy. So I think the first and foremost thing that you probably already do know about me, again, this is such a personal journal podcast that you got a very good insight as to know who I am, to know what makes me tick, to know what kind of person I am, what kind of husband and father I am, what kind of human being I am. I'm definitely a champion for the underdog. I'm uh, a guy who's always been there for people who have uh, needed help. And that's not something I'm bragging about. I'm trying to just, uh, if you're not sure where I'm coming from, that's what I'm all about. And then also, I am—I do see myself as a patriot. I love this country. I'm from the United States of America here. And I love all of my fellow Americans. And I accept them all for who they are. And we are a different bunch. If you're not certain what a, an American is, what an American citizen is, there's a lot of people across the globe that seem to hate us. Well, that's the interesting thing that I kind of get a kick out of is we are from everywhere else. The United States is a, a conglomerate of people from everywhere, all cultures, all across the world, every country in the world. We're all represented here. We're all here for freedom, to worship the way we choose, freedom of religion, freedom of uh, speaking, our minds. And yet that doesn't seem good enough for a lot of people. And okay, I'm okay with that as well. You have your right to your opinion. But then when that right starts getting violent, I'm not there, man. And this is the struggle I have. And people are like, well, you really shouldn't talk about that. Or you should talk about that. Because that's what's happening right now in the year 2020. In the fall of 2020. We have so much going on. We have the COVID-19. We're still wearing masks. They don't, in my personal opinion, have a clue as to what's going on in regards to it. Uh, They're kind of fast-tracking vaccines. Hopefully, they're going to be safe. There's uh, multiple schools of thought. It's not as serious as they say it is. People are getting it. I know people who have died from it. So it's real. So we have that hovering over our heads. We have the crazy political climate hovering over our heads. You have cities being destroyed uh, to little or no effect in regards to punishment by the law. It's just, yeah, yeah, they're, they're protesting. I don't get any of this. 
it's just a crazy world right now and, and we're all in it together. And I find it confusing and disturbing. And so for me to not talk about any of this, I just, it's kind of got me down. And I don't really want to talk about it, but to know that I'm kind of curtailed as to what I could and, and should talk about, it makes it, makes it just strange for me. So in that regard, it's like, what do I talk about? But I'm, I decided to talk about it, that whole concept with you. When we're faced with, I don't know if you want to call it a, uh, a moral decision or just embracing who we are and what our values are. Should we be afraid to hurt other people's feelings or should we just say it, say what's on our mind? And, and if we do just say what's on our mind, are we more tactful in the way we say that? See, like today I brought this up on a podcast support group and people were extremely helpful. And this is uh, in London, based in London. I belong to this group and it's extremely helpful. You can put something up that's not really sitting well with you in regards to your podcast, your show. And there are thousands of people that belong there. And a lot of those people are professionals in the, in the, uh, in the broadcasting world. So I respect their opinions highly. It's a great venue. It's kept uh, and went and run very well. And with all of that, you know, if you got a problem, kind of air it there and you'll get a lot of really cool feedback for people that understand exactly what you're talking about. Because doing this podcast, this free show, it's not easy. It's not as easy as it may appear to be. It's not just, uh, hey, you just let it rip and talk. I mean, a lot of times it is for me. But there's a lot of planning behind uh, a decent show. There's a lot of research done. Um, you know, you got to be thoughtful. I, I, I watch my language. There's not a, a curse to be said on any of my episodes. There's a lot of uh, background. And it's a lot of work. But it's a great hobby. And again, that's how I see it. It is a hobby of mine. So with that, it's easy to get discouraged when you draw blanks, when you are just, man, I just don't know where to go with this. Or you have a feeling you know where to go with it, but you're hitting this quandary where a lot of subjects are off balance and, and maybe you shouldn't be talking about it. So that's where I'm stuck right now. And talking to you about what I'm talking about right now is helping me through this. You see, we just have to embrace who we are. We have to embrace not only who we are, but what we believe in, what our thoughts are what our, you know, moral compass, the way it takes us. And there's nothing wrong with that. We can't always appease everybody that we encounter. It just doesn't work that way, life. I get that. And so today I'm talking about that. I'm talking about, not that I'm violating the promise that I made to my kids, but I'm just being, keeping it real, me and me. And that is why you haven't heard from me in about the past three weeks. It's not that I haven't been busy doing shows. I've done them, but I just haven't felt, yeah, this is, this is right. And so I thought the best thing is to talk to you and to let you know where I'm coming from. I know a lot of you out there are experiencing the same struggle. 
you know, you don't want to watch the news because it's nothing but bad news. And then people will tell you what you're watching in the news. It's not even real news. And then you can't help but get the twist and the spin on what people are trying to convey to you. It's like, who needs it? Who needs it? I believe what I want to believe. I'm believing the stories that I hear. Not all of them. I know what to pick and choose from. I'm old enough. I've been around long enough to be able to pick and choose. But there is a lot of young minds that just don't get it. You know, some of them do, some of them don't. And they all, we are all capable and able to go ahead and form our own opinions. It's made for a confusing world. So with that, what, you want to know where I'm coming from? I'm in the middle. I don't really consider myself a Democrat or a Republican, but I am in the middle and I lean a little bit to the right. But I fully understand the left. And I have family and friends that are from the left. And I love them and embrace them and want the best for them. It's a tough one. Politics and religion. Don't ever talk about it, Tony. Politics and religion. For me, for this country, the economy is of utmost importance. If you don't have a strong economy, then you don't have jobs and you don't have the ability to create a living, to make a living for yourself, to pay your student loans back, to start a career, to buy yourself uh, the, the basics, food, home, shelter, utilities, things you need to survive, clothing. And then in that way, when you're doing good, you can help others. It's also important to me having daughters that they are respected as women. And nobody gets to tell them what to do with their own body. And simultaneously, I get it when we're talking about the unborn. If people had the answer to any of this, you know, you can't. You can't have the right answer to any of this. It's what works for you, for me, for all of us. And that is the beauty of the United States of America. We can talk about it. And somehow, whoops, I hit a horn. Somehow, dialogue, sensible, intelligent dialogue has been removed from us. Hold on a second. Just keep an eye on the time. And that's where I'm at. And of course, I'm being very broad, uh, skimming over a lot of things. My genuine concern is for people, for kindness, for empathy, for understanding everyone, to be mindful of the time that we have here on earth. And if we can help other people along the journey, I think we all have that responsibility to help each other. You might be saying, dude, how can you possibly, you know, lean a little bit to the right when you're thinking that way? Obviously, then, if you think that way, you don't know a lot of people that I know from the right and the left. We're all the same. We all kind of want the same things. We have to come together in dialogue. So I decided to talk about this today. It's not easy to talk about. Today it's almost uh, criminal to support the police, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. I wanted to be a police officer my entire life. I wanted to work for the government in law enforcement. 
the FBI, whatever branch. And for many reasons, it didn't work that way. My life's path just didn't go that way. But I have the highest respect for those folks. Men and women out there every day trying to make life better, prosecuting those to the fullest extent of the law, and understanding that people have to pay when they do crimes. Like Tony Beretta said, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. I'm all about that, and simultaneously I am also about separating our, our personal opinions if you encounter someone who happens to be a racist and has the power of law enforcement. That's something that we have to try to correct. But by labeling police all across the board, they're all thinking the same, they're all bad, disrespecting them, shining laser beams in their faces. These are people, black and white, doing a job to protect. When you do an interview with people in the lower income neighborhoods and you ask them, oh, do you truly want to defund the police department? That's the only sense of comfort they have in regards to feeling as if they'll be safe from thugs that run the neighborhoods. I'm not just making this stuff up. I'm not just pulling this, these thoughts out of the air. These are my thoughts. And I know, I know law enforcement officers. And the people that I know, they would do it and they are doing it for the same reason that I would do it. To go out there and help their fellow human beings in times of trouble. I know firemen, same thing. They're out there helping people because they want to help people. Nurses, doctors, same thing. These are frontline workers, all of them. And somehow, because some people committed heinous crimes and they were in the power of a law enforcement personnel, that everybody is the same way? Sorry, it doesn't work for me. I get what people are talking about with all lives matter and black lives matter. All lives do matter. Black lives do matter. Blue lives do matter. I'm not getting caught up in that. I don't think of anybody as black or blue or white or Asian, yellow. That's for you. When I encounter an individual, they are a new individual to me. Hey, how are you? Who are you? Tell me your story. There's nothing I enjoy more than doing that. And I've done that all over the world. I could tell you some stories about people I've met that would like, you would not believe it. Refugees in London that came from Africa that are living on the other side of street of walls, just random walls on a street. You stick your head over there and you're going to find a refugee from Africa that barely has clothes on the person's back. Woman or man laying on cardboard. And when they have to relieve themselves, they just kind of like put themselves together and they stand outside by the sidewalk and they let loose number one or number two. Not because they want to, not because they're proud to and are trying to make some kind of statement, because they are that poor. That is all they have. Yes, we've let a lot of migration of migrants come into the country. 
of different countries. Are we even taking care of them? I can point you to just last year, 1520, I found just behind walls with cardboard over top of them in the rain with nothing. No food to eat. No money. Nothing. Walk down Oxford Street in London. Women wearing their white robes, laying on the street, begging for food, begging for money. This is not one instance. This is everywhere. And men stepping right over top of them. People walking right by them, not even giving them a look. What's the answer behind all that? I'm not looking at that person that I see in Philadelphia that's a homeless person living in the same kind of cardboard box. I'm not saying to that dude, wait a minute, are you a Democrat or Republican? I could give a crap what he is or she is. It's a human being. And if I get you in office, you better do something. And I want to see the results. And I want to see how it's benefiting the people in need. That's what I want to see. And if you're not in there working your butt off for as long the duration that you have been elected official, then you need to get out. And people need to call politicians out on this. But yet we'll vote a straight party line because that's, that's, that's who we're voting for. And you'll know nothing about the person. Four years, eight years, and what are they doing? What happened? Do I even get to say this? In the last eight years, in the Obama administration, and in the Clinton administration, and then in the Bush administration, you're still seeing people on the streets that can't feed themselves. Americans here. Veterans. Hard to get the proper health care. Things are getting better. As much as you might hate Donald Trump, I do not hate Donald Trump. Donald Trump's a businessman. If Donald Trump was your boss, I promise you, you'd be working. He's not a likable man in regards to his personality for a lot of people because he comes off abrupt. And he would easily hurt your feelings if you have thin skin. I've worked for people like him. You have to work hard to impress a guy like that. And he's the kind of guy that if he owns the basketball, he's going to let you know he controls the game. You know people like that. You've grown up with people like that when you were kids. You might not have liked it, but that's who owned the ball. And what I look at Trump, I look at the economy. And I'm like, hmm. 401k, looking good. Economy's looking good. Strong. Look at the unemployment numbers. And then, bam, COVID hits. And you could be the greatest president in the history of the entire world, and the economy's going to take a major hit when you have a COVID-19 epidemic hit. But we'll trash that. Look what he did. He's not managing or Did he make mistakes? Who doesn't make mistakes? Everybody does. As I supported 
President Clinton when he was in, and President Bush when he was in, and President Obama when he was in. Somehow, none of that takes precedence and carries over to President Trump for a lot of people, which I think is ridiculous. Hatred. They just want to hate people. And I'm not going to hate anybody. I can't hate them. I can't hate anyone. I don't know that guy. He's the president of the United States. How can I hate that? There's things he does I don't agree with. There's a lot of things Obama did that I didn't agree with. With Clinton, with the things that I didn't agree with. With Bush, things I didn't agree with. But they're still the president of the United States. Now, I don't know how you were brought up, but I was brought up to respect your elders. Respect people that are in prestigious positions. That doesn't mean I have to like them. But I'm going to respect them. And you don't have to. But I'm telling you where I'm coming from. I respect everyone until they lose my respect. But there are people out there that just cannot let the hatred go. And you know what? That's your choice. I respect it. I don't agree with it, but I respect that. So now I just got done telling you that I supported the last four administrations. Am I a Democrat or Republican? I supported them all because that's who's in charge of the country. And I'm not going to sit there and pick on this what they did wrong and that they did wrong. You know, I'm going to tell you something. If we don't work together, all of this that we have may someday be gone. And trust me when I tell you, we don't know how good we have it. You go to any other country and you talk to them and they will tell you. They all want to come to the United States. Why? They love it here. There's an opportunity here. I talked to a guy. He came here from India. Great guy. I stop and see him often. He did the floors at a Burger King for years before he worked up to working the fries and preparing food and then learning management. And now he owns his own company. And his entire family came over. And the entire family works how many hours a day? I couldn't tell you. 12 hours? More than that? Being a business owner, how hard that is. I know I see it with my wife, how hard you have to work. There is nothing free and easy in this world. And the beautiful thing about the United States is you can come here and make it work and make it happen. No matter who you are, if you work hard enough and try hard enough, you can find opportunity if you want it bad enough. If you do your research and you put your hours in, you can achieve something. You can achieve success. I've seen it a million times. My buddies from the hood working their butts off, learning a trade. And right now, my one buddy's got more money than he can count. I've, there's, I've walked into his house several times, $30,000, $50,000 in cash sitting on his table, payroll for all his employees for a week. Two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, he won't be home. He's out cleaning his machines because he wants them clean correctly. Do you know anybody who's saying they don't have an opportunity that was willing to work that hard? Where did he buy his machines? He did the research. He found where to buy the machines. He picked up the money. He borrowed the money. He, bought, he went around and asked people for money. He went and he got his loans. 
He read how to open a business. He read what kind of forms to fill. Opportunity? He went out and sought that opportunity. And he puts the hours in every day because that's what he wants. He don't want anything from anybody else. He wants you to be a customer, but he doesn't want money or anything that he didn't work for. There's no handouts to this dude. So many people, I can tell you the same exact story, how they made it in business. And we can say, well, you know what? There are opportunities that are not present on maybe uh, a lower socioeconomic scale. That's very possible. And it's true. But if you are driven in this country to succeed, there's nothing holding you back. I got another buddy who's worked three jobs his entire life. He's sitting on a cash load right now. Why? Because he saved his money. It's not about what you make. It's about how you spend what you make. And this guy was thrifty, smart with his money, and he saved his money. How is that a bad thing? He worked three jobs for it. I don't understand how anybody could hate this country and the amount of opportunity that we have here. Now listen, out of everything that I've said, there are absolutely circumstances that, well, how about this and how about that? Yes, I am certain there are. Okay, I would be an ignorant fool to say, nope, it's the way I say it is and that's how it is. That's not true. But I do know that no matter what color you are or where you're from, when you go through life working hard, being kind to others, pushing yourself, trying to better yourself constantly, great things happen. And it never stops. You just have to have that momentum and that will and that drive to continue fighting forward. The land of opportunity. And that is why so many millions of people try to get here every year. That is why People are crossing the border down the south all day long to try to get here for a better life for their families. And by the way, our economy wouldn't work without the Mexican people coming to this country and working as hard as they do. We need them. And if they're here and they're law-abiding citizens, then make them citizens. Make it easier for them because we would not survive without them we got to open our minds to a lot of possibilities in this world. But I'll tell you one suggestion. And again, take it or leave it. When you go through life with a mind that hates, you shall exhibit hatred. But if you look at your fellow human being and say, man, how you doing? And mean it. Genuinely concerned about each other. Then fantastic things will happen your way. It's too easy to fail in life to just to be able to surrender, to think that nobody cares about you. But people do care about you. There's people out there that care. You just got to seek them out. And for yourself, you just have to have that self-respect 
to continue fighting on because you are indeed living in the land of opportunity. So you want a job? Go find that job. What's it take to get that job? Read some books. Read, watch interviews. Watch videos on YouTube. Now more than ever in this world, it is so easy to learn how to do things. Where back in the day, we had a Encyclopedia Britannica. And I'm telling you right now, I don't believe it had anything to do about job interviews or hanging a pre-hung door properly. But the other day, my daughter's like, we were putting up a pre-hung door. And she's like, Dad, how do you know how to do this? I said, well, yesterday I sat there and watched a video for two hours on YouTube and learned. And I'm probably going to make some mistakes. We're going to make some mistakes here, but so what? Well, at least we're doing it. And I don't have the money to go bring in a carpenter in to be doing this. So let's get it done. And we did. And now all four doors are hung, pre-hung. And they're level. And they don't squeak. All right, that's all I got today. I just really wanted to talk to you about that. That's who I am. That's where I come from. There's things I can't tell you about. What I do on my spare time, where I go. Some of you might already know. But in life, I live by the mantra, life when you do good things, you don't have to have people patting you on the back. And I don't do good things to get pats on the back. I, in fact, find more solace and comfort in knowing what I do and that I didn't ask anybody or tell anybody what I did. Because no one needs to know that. I'm the only one that needs to know what I did and between myself and God. But my opinion is we are here to serve each other and to make a positive difference. And hopefully that's what you're getting out of what I'm saying here. It's nothing, there's no hatred towards anyone. In all of us, in all of us, our, our fellow Americans out there, I care about you all. Just sounding like a presidential nomination. <laughs> that it is certainly not. It's just my take on, on, on things these days and how I'm dealing with it. Anyway, that's all I got. I'm a little bit over on my time. I don't know, man. If we can change the world one person at a time by just being cool to each other, just by understanding each other, just by talking to each other, have intelligent dialogue and try to figure out what is it, what is it that you're so angry about? Anyway, you know I'm serious about this. It's great to talk to you again. My biggest concern, hopefully you're not offended by what I talked about. I'm just talking, I'm keeping it real. And I want to be able to reach all of us and touch a common bond, a common concern that we all have. And I think that should be getting along and understanding each other and making our country stronger. Because I, I love our country and I think there's a lot of opportunity for a lot of people. Do we need a lot of changes? Absolutely. Do we make a lot of mistakes? Absolutely. We've made mistakes all through history. But that's why they call it history. We look back, we should learn from it and make, it, make a change now and do things better. One day at a time. That's all I got. Thank you so much for listening. Um, sorry for the delay, and hopefully uh, you get to where I'm coming from. And if you truly know me, you know I'm not out there trying to hurt anybody's feelings or disrespect anyone. So thank you very much. Uh, hey, Instagram, come on by and check it out. Finding Subject Podcast. Uh, Finding uh, Subjects Podcast on Facebook. I'm on both of those places. Instagram, I kind of put a picture up every day and you know, we talk about that. So anyway, have a great day. Thank you very much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. See you.